Hi, and welcome to the Mind Yourself podcast with Jazz and Laura and SpunOut.ie. Mind Yourself with SpunOut.ie. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this week, Laura was off, and the lovely Leanne is filling in. And each week we chat to the guys over at spunout.ie to talk a different thing about mental health, well-being and just looking after yourself. And this week we chatted to Jack from Spun Out. Yeah, this week we are going to be covering a topic that has uh, quite a stigma attached to it and quite a taboo point of conversation. The topic is what to do if my partner doesn't want to have sex. Jack from Spun Out, thank you so much for joining us once again on the Zoo Crew. Hey folks, great to be here. Uh, so you joined us last week, uh, Ian is still on holidays and we are absolutely delighted to have you live from your, your cushy looking home studio. I know, yeah, it's uh, quite the setup here. It really is. Uh, so this week our topic is going to be um, a quite quite a, a, a detailed one uh, and one that I feel for a lot of people can be difficult to talk about and that topic is what to do if my partner doesn't want to have sex. Um, so first of all, why has this been such a big thing and um, that has come up, especially over lockdown during uh, the COVID-19 pandemic? Yeah, so during the first five months or so of the restrictions, we've 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 noticed that our article on what to do if your partner doesn't want to have sex um, has been one of our most top performing pieces. It's been getting about five to eight thousand um, hits per week now. So it's really, really popular and people are are looking for it. It's not just on our social media channels either. People are actually going searching for it. Um, we are taking that or the increase in searches could be a real reflection on the kind of the strain that COVID-19 has caused uh, on people's relationships throughout throughout the last five months. And that strain has kind of taken different forms or, or it might be caused by a number of things. Um, we've also seen in our sister service 50808 um, an increase in people texting about um, relationship difficulties or breakups as well. Um, so it's really an indicator of the strain that, that COVID has, has caused young people uh, over the last five months. And Jack, if there is somebody who has found themselves in a position where their partner doesn't want to have sex, what would your advice be to that person? Our advice, honestly, would just be to firstly have an open and honest conversation um, with them about how you're feeling, um, ask how they're feeling um, you know, there has been lots of uh, stress and uh, whether you're new in a relationship on your, or you're living separately or you're living together, you know, if you're living apart from your partner, um, you might have found that, you know, one or the other might be uh, feeling more strongly about following the guidelines very strictly um, and the other one might be a bit more lax about it. If you're living together, you might have faced a new range of challenges, whether it's um, been kind of forced to spend all your time together. And that can be stressful as well in lockdown. Um, if you newly moved in together uh, at the start of the restrictions, maybe to spend more time together and add on top of that all the anxiety, the mental health difficulties, the financial difficulties um, in the middle of a literal global pandemic, you know, we can begin to understand the stresses that are uh, that are on couples at this point. Um, so like having an open, honest conversation about all of that, about how you're feeling, about the stress or anxiety that you might be experiencing is the best first step um, in terms of uh, getting back to normal in terms of having sex with your partner. Do you think that this issue is not solely but a big part to do with um the restrictions that have come about due to COVID-19 because people are just maybe more serious than their partner about the restrictions and about physical distancing 
Yeah, it's it's definitely a, one of the biggest factors we would feel, um, you know, it, that difference between um, really wanting to stick to the guidelines. And obviously there's a lot of couples as well that don't live together and yeah. um, that would be seeing each other and staying in different households. So there's guidelines around that that might prohibit um, meeting up or and having sex. So uh, it's a really big factor in it. Um, but overall, it's we're, I think it's an, an issue that's always present and always has been present, you know, We've seen traffic to this uh, article um, all the time, you know, in past years and years. Um, but it's just really increased during the last five months. Uh, and clearly the, the the causing factor is the stresses around COVID-19 and the restrictions and the guidelines. So you've seen a lot of people that have obviously headed over to Spun Out to have a look at this article. But you've also seen an increase in conversations about people actually breaking up with their partners as a result of the COVID-19 restrictions. Yeah, that's with our sister service five hundred eight hundred eight. So, um, a lot we get um lots of conversations in there. It's six thousand in the last three months, um, around lots of topics like anxiety and stress and depression, um, but a huge proportion of those have been around relationship difficulties, um, around breaking up, and you know you're hearing the stories around. Um, well, we moved in together at the start of the restrictions and it's been really tough or one of them might have lost a job and there's financial difficulties. Um, maybe they've decided maybe during the lockdown um, or just beforehand, they decided to break up but were would have to stay together because of the lockdown. So there's loads of different case studies in there or stories um, that kind of showcases these the difficulties that the restrictions have caused and the stresses that people are under at the minute. Yeah, we've we've covered it a couple of times over the last few weeks as well. Particularly for those, like you said, um, people who have like broken up but they couldn't get out of each each other's house due to the restrictions. But also, on the other hand, people and I've seen lots of stories online who were kind of in the first few stages of the relationship, maybe seeing each other, have gone on a few dates, and then they're like, look to protect our families we should just move in together now uh, and that's that is a huge jump in any relationship because you're you're skipping the get to knowing each other the do we actually like each other and going into like moving into each other which is which is a huge step in a relationship and that can cause pressure and stress as well yeah it's a huge step regardless of living through a global pandemic so you know adding everything in on top of that especially if you're a newer couple um, maybe you were thinking about moving in together uh, already. Maybe you weren't. Um, so it's just a huge, huge step to take. Um, and, you know, we're, we're seeing that now at the other end, you know, that, you know, it might have been too much for some people. I know I've heard lots of stories as well where people moved in together and they're loving it. And yeah. that is amazing as well. And that the, the restrictions, have, there's positives that have come out of it as well. Um, you know, positives like spending more time with with each other. You know, you have young people moving back home as well, spending more time with their family and their pets in a similar way. So, there's thankfully there's positives out of it, but yeah, there has been that increase as well in breakups and difficulties. Yeah, absolutely. And reverting back to um, what to do if my partner doesn't want to have sex. If you are in that position, um, what sort of supports are there out there for someone who may be finding themselves in that situation? For sure, yeah. Well, I firstly might just say, look, if if you're experiencing difficulties um, with your partner not wanting to have sex, it's also important to respect their boundaries, you know, not to pressure them. Obviously, everything has to be consensual, um, anything sexual activity wise. Um, And, you know, having coming up with alternative ways to, to feel close to each other as well. Um, if it's online sex as well, um, you know, there's lots of things to consider around that as well, but that's an option. Um, 
if you're looking for further support, um, consider speaking to a counsellor or um, a relationship counsellor or even a family or trusted friend about it. Um, talking about it can really, really help. Um, you can also get anonymous support uh, 24-7 through 50808. Um, so you'll be connected with a trained volunteer who will listen to you and help you to move forward feeling feeling better. Uh, so you, to access that service, you can text SPUN out uh, to 50808 to begin. Yeah, I think it's... Um... It's it's quite a, a tricky situation because if you are finding yourself in that situation, obviously in a relationship it takes two to tango, and you might feel for part of it that your partner is the person who you would go to with any problem or something that you had playing in your mind, and they'd be the person who would comfort you and support you. But if they are the person in this who maybe you're having trouble with or the difficulty is there with, you can feel quite alone. So. I mean, I suppose it would be important to just get your problem out there and vocalize it with someone, be it a friend or a family member or 50808 as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and but again, just to reiterate, the first and best thing you can do is have an honest conversation with your partner. You know, listen openly and um, communicate openly and and hopefully you can kind of work through it. Um, it there is a stigma around this issue. There really is. Um, there really is. There, there's a, you know, it's it's uh, there's a bit of taboo around it, I suppose, maybe, but um, the best thing to do is really it's, it can be a tough conversation to start as well. There's there's insecurities there. There's 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 stigma, as I just said. But um, it's important to kind of just be open, be honest. Um, and that is this that is the start to kind of fixing or um, working through any difficulty you might be having. Yeah, I'm glad you said there is insecurities and stigma there because that's it. And and I, I feel for a, a lot of times maybe if if you are in a relationship and you're thinking one way about sex that we're talking about here or anything else maybe your partner is thinking a different way and your views aren't lined up but and you maybe in your head you know you can be overthinking things usually being like oh if i bring this up maybe maybe they'll freak out and it'll be the end of us but i i feel more often than not it's literally just breaking down that boundary of the stigma and of the awkwardness of bringing it up in the first place and then it's it's it could be actually very simple to have your views aligned and maybe then you'll be like actually do you know i didn't know you feel away feel that way about this this is how i feel but maybe if we do this or take it this way we can actually get through this problem yeah, absolutely. Often changing one simple thing can be can make the biggest difference. And actually, what what you even might find is that uh, both of you were thinking the same thing. I thought it was you, or I thought it, I thought you were feeling this way. I, you know, assumption of feelings as well. So um, all of a sudden, it, it can kind of come out that actually, you know, we were just kind of in our own heads about it. And um, you know, let's change the simple thing, or let's make this a routine, or. Um, you know, let's, you know, having a schedule even, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, there's lots of different techniques and small changes you can make to improve your sex life um, with your partner. Um, and there's loads of more information on that on spunout.ie as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, an awkward thing to bring up, but I think the first step, if we are to take anything away from this, is to be open and honest about it. And that will probably get to the root of any problem. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Jack, great info as always. Uh, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Mind yourself with spunout.ie.
Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. We really hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget, the guys from Spun Out join us on air on the Zoo Crew on Spin every Tuesday evening just after 7 where we discuss a different topic relating to mental health, your general well-being and just looking after yourself. And by the way, if you have a question that you would like us to put to the guys at Spun Out, uh, we have a form on our website for you to do just that. It can be absolutely anything at all that's playing on your mind. Maybe you have a little burning question that you'd like some advice on. It can be about absolutely anything from anxiety to relationships to sex to working from home even anything COVID related if you have something uh, we'd absolutely love for you to submit your question you can do it totally anonymously if you head to the SPIN website go for the lifestyle section you'll see the form there and you can submit your question we'll pass it on to the guys at SPUN OUT and hopefully get some really good advice for you next week we are going to be looking at the effects of social media on mental health we'll talk to you then